load of vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast brought to you by nba 2k 23 myself my movie alongside bj armstrong as always bj i see you fresh cut looking sharp ready to take on all star weekend are you excited how are you feeling yeah i i am excited i'm excited you know it's a tremendous honor for these players who are all participating in All-Star Weekend, the rookies, three-point contest, the dunk contest, of course, the NBA, the game, all the partners. So it's always a great weekend and and it's a lot of fun to catch up with everyone and catch up with people I haven't seen in quite some time. So it's, it's, it's I always look forward to going to All-Star Weekend. And uh, again, congratulations to all the participants this year. Yes, sir. And I'm excited to, for this one because they're going to be drafting the teams, Team LeBron and Team Giannis, just before tip-off. So no one knows who they're going to be playing with. It's going to be like being in the playground. I'm excited. If you had the first pick in this year's draft, BJ, which player would you oh, play? Uh, well, Giannis, he's the, he no, no, should no, be no. the first player. Giannis is the captain, so he's picking oh, is that how the player. So yeah. who are you picking? If you could pick any well, who, of the stars, who, Giannis the and who? Giannis, Giannis and, and LeBron are there, the captains, so they're off the board. Oh, they're the captains. So who will year. be the first pick this year? Oh, gosh, I have to look at the. Um, probably Jason Tatum. Yeah, He'll probably be the first pick. Jason Tatum. He'll probably be the first pick. Great performance against your Detroit Pistons the other night. Oh, you have to remind me. He hey, was hey, cooking. Hey. He was cooking. <laughs> Twenty-four was points in a quarter. Night. Crazy. Yeah, he was cooking. Yeah, he was cooking last night. He was cooking. I couldn't call you. I couldn't call you. I know. Was, I know. I was waiting for my was, phone to ring, but my phone did not ring. It, it did not <laughs> ring. Uh, yeah, I was hoping you were asleep. I was hoping you were. Uh, I was you know, I never you, sleep. Yeah. So, uh, but no, he was cooking. I mean, he's. I mean, he. That's why he's an MVP candidate. I mean, he he could very well be the MVP this year. He certainly played like it, and he just he was terrific. I mean, he really played well, but. Overall, you know who was exceptional was Marcus Smart. Yes, on the sir. defensive end. I mean, he was it if Jason teams? Tatum controlled the game on the offensive game, Marcus Smart controlled the game on the he controlled the he entire game on the defensive end. The defensive player of the year for a reason. First game in 25 days, and he comes out with six deals. Um, but speaking of the Celtics, we have some news out of Boston. Coach Joe Mazzula has officially been named head coach. He's been the interim yeah, head coach since training camp, but now bravo. Coach Mazzula has been certified. Bravo. Meaning bravo. the franchise is moving on from Ime Adoka, who is now free to go and work elsewhere, I assume. Uh, bravo. It, it would be very odd if he came back as an assistant to the guy who was previously his assistant. It worries me a little bit because the assistant coaches and all the coaching staff, that's Adoka's staff. So if he gets a job elsewhere, I don't know if Boston will have an exodus of assistant coaches and that training staff to go and work with Udoka again, or if they're going to stay with Joe Mazzula. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, I think that, you know, all those coaches have to do what's in, what do what's best for them. And then I think the Celtics have to do what's best for them. And a lot of times, Mo, when you're doing that, Coaching in its purest form is about the players. It's not about you. It's about those players. And you have relationships and you make a commitment as a coach to help them. So without question, those coaching and that coaching staff, they work well together, regardless who's sitting in that head seat. 
you know, Damon Stoudemire and those guys, they have the respect of those players. At least it appears to be from the outside looking in. I remember when Damon had to take over for a game or two, those yeah. guys looked like they wanted to win for him, you know? And so I, I think they have a great working relationship. Clearly it's working, whatever is going on over there. You never know. However, you know, I, I would suspect now that everyone's kind of moved on and, and, and you move on because right now things are looking pretty good in Boston and those guys are young enough to where you're saying, you know, a championship is really in our sights. So yeah. I, I, I would think that those that everyone in that staff, they're connected, you know, as the you know, as the young people like to say, everyone's locked in mm -hmm. and they look like they're really focused on, you know, achieving a goal this year because they're certainly playing like the best team in the league. It's nice of the Celtics to give Missoula that boost of confidence as we enter the home straight of the regular season. What worries me is the defense doesn't look like it looked last year. However, that might be something they're just waiting to turn up a notch when it gets to the playoffs. And, you know, Rob Williams has missed time with injury. Al Horford is obviously managing his playing time. The J Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown have had injuries recently. And Smart, who we just talked about, has been out for a while. So we'll see how that goes. If I was in charge, I would have said to Joe Missoula, listen, you could be the head coach if you win a championship. We got to the finals last year. We've got the same squad and we've added Malcolm Brogdon. So all you got to do is go and win. If you want the job, it's yours. If not, we bring an email back. That's what I would have done. But maybe that's just okay. me. But shout out to okay. the Celtics for giving him that vote of confidence. It's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds. BJ, you know, we talked yesterday about our dream finals matchup. What I want to ask you today is looking at all the team's performances so far. You know, we talked about the favorites. We talked about the, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Suns, the Warriors even. If there was an under-the-radar team that everyone's sleeping on that could surprise everyone and make a dark horse run to the NBA Finals, which team should we be looking out for, in your opinion? Well, I don't know if they're a dark horse team. Certainly, I was not alone in thinking that this team, on paper, looked pretty good, and that's the L.A. Clippers. Oh, I, I just think that the, the Clippers... No, just when I'm ready to say, you know, with the whatever's going on, load management and so forth and so on. And it's not that I don't like the Clippers, because I do. I, I I respect the Clippers. I just want to see them play. I want to see this team reach its full potential. How cool would it be if the Clippers and the Lakers, you know, played in the playoffs? I mean, I think that would be really cool, especially at the, what is it, the Crypto Center now. Yeah, the way the Lakers played last night, I'm, I've got confidence in them to get to that Yeah, so I, said, I think that would be really cool. However, you know, I watched Kawhi Leonard play the other night versus the Golden State Warriors, and you're going, that's a championship caliber team, <laughs> okay? Mm -hmm. But it's almost, it's like something is going to get in their way. And it's always, it seems like themselves. I want the Clippers to reach their full potential. I think under the radar, this is a team that no one really wants to play in a seven-game series. I think they will show up in the playoffs. However, you know, I would like to see them utilize the regular season to get themselves ready to make that run in the playoffs. So if I were out there in the Western Conference, the Clippers because they're, I mean, they're deep. I mean, well, they just well, picked up Bones Highland. Deep. They're deep, but they're getting deeper because breaking news as of this second, Sean Terrania has said that the Clippers have begun conversations with Russell Westbrook. So adding Russ to that squad as well, he can still contribute. We saw he, he can bring something off That's the bench. That's what I'm saying. I, it, it, 
Russell, if Russell goes there, Bones Highland, Eric Gordon, I mean, they are deep. They have size, athleticism. They can score. They, they can defend, you know, strong bodies. I mean, th- this is a team, Mo, that you're saying they have everything. They have all of the essential qualities necessary to win and be the best team over there in the Western Conference. Yeah, they, they sure. were looking for an upgrade at their point guard position. They got Bones for an absolute steal of two second-round picks. They're adding Russell Westbrook. They were looking for a backup big. They got Mason Plumley, who's actually been very good in Charlotte. You know, and even looking at their bench, they've got Norman Powell, who would start for a lot of teams in the NBA, coming in off their bench. So I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing. But for me, the team that I think everyone's kind of forgotten about as they've slipped down the standings is the New Orleans Pelicans. Because Zion has missed a lot of time now with an injury. But when he's on the court for them, they look so scary. I know they've been losing games without him. And Brandon Ingram missed a lot of time as well. But I think everyone's... At the start of the season, there was a little bit of hype. You know, when they were winning a lot of games, everyone's like, yeah, the Pelicans. I think everyone started to forget about them. But if Zion can get back in time for the playoffs, I think they're a team that I'd keep an eye on. Because we talk about depth. We've got to talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. Because look at their starting five alone. Absolutely stacked. And then their bench as well is is crazy so what do you think about the pelicans chance well i'm going to sum the pelicans up in two words zion williamson mm-hmm. if zion is not healthy you know I, I don't know what's going on with this team when i say as far as their championship aspirations it's kind of becoming obvious to me how good of a player he is when he's healthy mm-hmm he 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 he's a difference maker. He's an all star. He's a very impactful. He's a, a he's a, yeah. There's a lot of all stars, but he's a very, very impactful player on both ends of the court. Even though we, I don't think of him as a defensive player, it's just his size and his ability and what he does rebounding. But offensively, you can really see the difference when he's playing and when he's not playing. But you know, if you, if if Zion is playing. I'm pretty sure they they wouldn't have gone on a 10 game losing streak. So I I, I want to see him healthy. Now it's reports that he, I guess he re-injured or re-aggravated his hamstring here in and I guess in part of his rehab in a three-on-three or something, something. So hopefully he gets back on the court because now, you know, the season's, you know, starting to, you know, what we got about 20 games or so now. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna need him if they're gonna you know, really make a run in the playoffs and they're going to need him to play at a high level. And it's very unfortunate that he is injured. However, you could see the impact that he has on winning and they need him if they're going to really try to make a deep run in the playoffs. Another team that I want to talk about today, uh, I saw a great headline. It was a New York newspaper and they said, orange is the new black after the trade deadline, obviously referencing the orange of the Knicks and the black of the Nets saying that the Knicks okay. are back to being the best team in New York City. Now, shout out to Mikel Bridges. He put up 45, and the Brooklyn Nets are very fun. The thing I think about the Brooklyn Nets, right, is I love the team that they got right now. So many versatile defenders, so many great pieces. They just need one superstar that could put them over the top. And the perfect superstar, ironically, would actually be Kevin Durant. But the Knicks are going into the All-Star break six games over 500. Jalen Brunson has been amazing for them. So far, and adding Josh Hart, I think, has been fantastic. He obviously has that chemistry with Jalen Brunson from their college days. What do you think about the Knicks? Do you think they have the chance to cause an upset in the first round of the playoffs? 
Um, so I think they have. Well, it, it's it's all about the matchups. You know, I, I I'll give the Knicks this. They're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat. You know, they beat the Utah Jazz. They beat last night the Atlanta Hawks. You know, they're beating the teams they are supposed to beat. They beat the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, think about that. Brooklyn probably hasn't practiced not one time since all of these trades go on. Okay. So, you know, when every game poses its different, you know, problems and, and things you have to overcome. Well, you would hope that you could beat a team or you would think that you should beat a team that hasn't been together literally three or four days. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have a limited, they have a limit, a limited, you know, offensive schemes they can do. They have limited defensive schemes. They haven't played with one another. They haven't practiced. They're just literally playing probably one play high screen roll. And let's try to get some stops and see what happens. So give the next, give the Knicks credit. I thought that was a good pickup for them with uh, Josh Hart. I thought that was a good pickup. Um, and and why do I say that's a good pickup? Because he fits what they're trying to do. They they like to defend. They like to play a physical brand of basketball. And I think he pl- fits in that scheme of what they're trying to do up there. Now, what does that mean when they start playing the Celtics? What does that mean when they start playing, you know, I think the Knicks, if I remember correctly, I think they beat the Knicks. I mean, they, the Knicks beat the Sixers at home and then they lost to them up there. I think that's how it worked. Um, now, I don't know what that's going to look like, you know, when they play the Milwaukee Bucks. So we'll see because, you know, right now, as is, okay, they are sitting currently, what, six? So yep, they'll end I'm up playing in what, like, they'll probably play Philly, Milwaukee, or Boston in the first round. Okay, and we'll see. Well, I mean, we'll see how that plays out. I, I, I don't know if they're better than those teams, but the way they are playing, certainly now you have to ask the question. And as well as Jalen Brunson is playing and Julius Randle, who's an all-star this year, I mean, you can argue that Jalen Brunson should be an all-star this year. I don't know if any of those players are better than those those top three players, talking about, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, or or or, or Giannis. Mm. So I think it's going to be tough. Now, you know, if they can get up to the fourth seed or the fifth seed, which it's possible. I mean, Brooklyn, I think, sits probably in the fifth seed right now. I think Cleveland, that'd be an interesting matchup. Cleveland and the Knicks in the first round would be an interesting matchup at four or five. Mm. I think that would be an inter- that would be an interesting matchup. You know, Cleveland is big. They have terrific guard play. I would love to see Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson. I think that would be a, a terrific matchup. You know, Mobley and, and, and Jared Allen and and then, you you know, Julius Randle and those guys. So, you know, I, there's a lot. There's a lot. Of, you know. Of movement here. However, I'm not sure if they are better than any of those teams yeah you know you know I what it. i mean i think it would be good you know but i but i like what the knicks are doing i, I really do i hear it now we're gonna have a little break from the episodes coming up because bj is obviously going to all-star weekend so before you go on your little trip to salt lake city which i'm sure is a thrilling destination to be at why is it little mo you just make it so like unexciting because it's because it's, it's a quick trip because <laughs> you're not going for a month to all-star you're not going to spend a month in utah are you 
It's a weekend. <laughs> a weekend is a little trip. I'm going to campaign for you for next year <laughs> at the Celebrity Gate. This is the only reason, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going on this. I'm campaigning for Mo to get into the Celebrity Gate. Okay. But what I wanted to ask you about was you actually made an appearance at All-Star Weekend as an NBA All-Star in the year I was born, 1994. <laughs> now, BJ, what has changed in your perspective between 1994 and now, oh, oh no, that's that. Oh my god, almost 30 years later. That, oh my yeah. god, I'm almost 30. I just had a horrible realization. I, I, I mean, it, it, it's 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 funny watching, like, you know, it, everyone says things change. Okay, what's changed? The game? Well, all this right, is what I'm check. asking you. Do you, th- do you think it's all the same, or do you think that, that things yeah, are it's different? All, I think it's all the same. Like, I don't think, I don't think anything's changed. I mean, we want to say it's changed. We want to say it's changed for the better, but okay, the game is is still the that's the the centerpiece for All Star Weekend. You still have all of the you know the activities, three point shooting, dunk contests, skills contests, check. All right, you still have the celebrity game and all that stuff, check. You have all of the partners and all of the businesses, and you you know the NBA and the participation with the fans and all of the. The, the you know the things where people can interact check i mean i don't know what's changed now what what has changed okay all right there was no there was no instagram back then okay <laughs> <laughs> there was no twitter back then well, okay. well take us behind the curtain because you know do players really because the assumption from some fans is like players will go to all-star weekend and they'll try and recruit other players to come and join their team as free agents and whatnot is that really what goes on behind the scenes? Here, here is here is what has changed. Here's what has changed in the league. Free agency, you know, right around when this is when I first. I mean, it, it was always there, but now it kind of changed. I, I think you're too. I can't remember what year it was. I think Kevin Garnett had signed. Up there in 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 Minnesota, nineteen starter. He signed an extension somewhere around. I can't remember when. All these years run together. Nineteen nine. He signed an extension with Minnesota, and it was for it was for. I think it was one of, if not the first, player that signed for like over a hundred million. Okay. Yeah, and he signed. Now the reason that was big was because suddenly now. It you know it it made you ask the question, wow okay the money is big, so players began to say well what's the difference between a hundred million and uh, you know one hundred twenty five it was one hundred twenty five hundred twenty six million and ninety million it was six year contract worth one hundred twenty six million dollars yeah yeah so, so then players start saying wow well one hundred million and 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 that contributed towards the lockout in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it, it, I just, I just, re, it was just a, it was, a, it was, it was a shift in the way the players thought about the building, the roster construction. You know, to our listeners who listen, to, I say that word a lot because Mo, it, it's really important to understand. It's almost impossible to win constructing the teams in the way that they're they currently have to do them today, right? So, you know, what happened in Toronto was an anomaly. Yeah, it was just like, okay, we got Kawhi for one year. We won a championship and we move on. 
normally, Mo, you have to construct a team and you're going to allow these guys to play three, four, five, six, seven years together to say if we can make a run to get one. Yeah. Now guys are just moving around. And I remember when that happened with, with uh, Kevin Garnett. I don't want to get off that topic. That there was a shift because of the amount of money. So then suddenly there was no more like, I'm not saying it was loyalty, but it shifted from, you know, you knew the players on the team to now you just started rooting for your favorite player, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. used to be you would root for your favorite team, but then it shifted to you just rooting through your favorite player because the yeah, guys so now were like, they were just moving around because there's so were much like, turnover on the roster that, you know, yeah, like, like right now, like right now, like, like right now in the NBA, this trade deadline, this is the most activity we've ever seen in the history of the NBA. And it's like, this is just normal stuff. Now these are like different teams. Mm-hmm. These are many of the teams you're watching. Now I got to like, Get my phone out to see who's who. Oh, oh, I forgot he got <laughs> traded. Like, yeah, you know the, the league mean? looks like, so like, different even after the trade deadline. Okay, so when that happened with that Kevin Durant, it it gave a Kevin shift. Garnett. Kevin yeah. Garnett, sorry, it gave a shift in the players. And once I saw the shift, I said, "Oh, now the players are comfortable saying, well, okay, all right.' It's not like a difference between fifteen million and four million. You're saying 126 million and this team will pay me 98 million and I can go play with my boy or my friends. And, you know, it's like, all right, I'm down with that. And that's the shift. Now, I think that shift is here. It's not going anywhere. Guys are just looking at it from a standpoint of going, you know what? If they don't give me what I want, I'll just go somewhere else. And mm-hmm. try to and and try to do it. Okay, I don't make as much money now. You'll see some players who will stay. You know, and, and you know, you you know that's why you know you're looking at Damian Lillard, for instance. You're looking at Giannis, for instance. But on the other hand, most of the players are like, ah, all right, all right, I can't get a five year deal. I'll just take a four year deal. You know, you know, three years and with the player option. And if it doesn't work out, I'll just move on to the next. So. I think that is what's happened. It's just a shift in the way things are gone. I think it's a shift in the way people do business. I think it's been a shift in trying to figure out how to construct these teams. And I think the, the most important thing is, is I think the players along with everyone's trying to hold everyone accountable for whatever that means. And, but the real, the real trick is, is, you know, the only thing that seems to matter is winning. A championship. Everyone, no one talks about the process. Everyone just wants to know who's going to win it. Like at the beginning of the season, who's going to win the championship? We haven't even watched the game. And to me, that is the most difficult thing that I see is that these players have been placed under such a microscope of just having to win. And no one wants to go through the process because, Mo, it is so difficult to win. Yeah. It's so difficult to win. And that's the one thing to me that made it fun is like, I'm fortunate that I understand the process 
because I didn't have to answer that question on day one. I had to answer that question, you know, hey, do you, do you think you guys can have a chance? Because it's hard. It's hard to win in this league, let alone win a championship. Are you kidding me? Like, like Kevin Durant, who's who's not even playing right now because of injury. We're already talking about they could be the champions next year. He's not even playing. He hasn't played in like a month. Now, we're yeah. not saying if he was healthy and da-da-da. I get what people are saying. However, Mo, how do you go from not playing to suddenly when you come back, oh, the team to beat in the West? Yeah. I mean, to me, it's just now it, it's it's all out of it's it's all out of out of order. And the reason it's out of order, Mo, and this is why I believe it's out of order. Giannis, I think, is the most dominant player in today's game, or most impactful player. However, I think no one in the league, I think there are other players in the league who still think, yeah, I, I, we can win, right? Kevin, if you ask Kevin Durant, I think he would think he's the most impactful player. Mm -hmm. I think Jokic thinks that. I think Joel Embiid thinks that. I think Jason Tatum thinks that. I think Luka Doncic thinks that. Okay. Yeah. the The league will get back into what we what we what we would resemble once there is a player who stops all of the comparing, right? Because when you have a great player, there isn't a comparison. You you don't start comparing like who's the best player. Now you got only way you can beat that player is you got to have the best team. Mm -hmm. You see, yeah. that's that's what I think is going on in the league. So yes. My opinion is just like everyone else's opinion you know you you can you can say a lot of guys and i can't you know i i, I could see what i could see kevin durant being the best player jason tatum i could see that i could see Jokic. i could see nb i just happen to think it's Giannis, mm -hmm. but it's not to disrespect any of those other guys right yeah. now no one there isn't a consensus from yeah. within, not from outside. The outside noise doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter what I think because, because I and the rest of the people who are, are talking, we're not playing. But I really know this to be true. There isn't a consensus in, in the league who thinks who's the best player. And that, and when once there is a player who, who really transcends, you know, evolves, transcends, you know, not well, a player who who evolves into the be the best player where let's say 70% of the players will be like okay he that's the one yeah the only way you can beat that one is you got to have a better team than him okay yeah. so and, and what i mean by that at one point larry bird was the best player mm -hmm. so you had to have a good team to beat him magic johnson kareem abdul jabbar michael jordan those guys you know shaq kobe you had you Kobe was at one point, he was the most dominant player in that era, in that in yeah. that little time frame. And you had to have a team to beat him. You had to do the same with Shaq. You had to do at one point, LeBron, you know, he was the best player. You had to have a team to beat him. Mm -hmm. You know, Tim Duncan, for instance. You know, that's what made Tim Duncan to me so fascinating. It's because he was the best player as the best individual player in the league, and he was the best player on the team. So once that does happen, Mo, and one of these players evolves into that best player, mm -hmm. then you're going to see a better brand 
of team basketball because that's the only way you're going to be able to beat that player that everyone knows it but doesn't really say it. That's why I always like to go to the All-Star weekend because I always like to find out at the All-Star break who thinks he's the best player and shows it in front of the other players. I always look for that at All-Star weekend. To me, that's that says a lot to me who's going to win the NBA championship. Like last year, if you remember, when I walked away from the All-Star game, I said, oh, Steph Curry thinks he's the best player. Mm-hmm. I remember. Steph Curry thought he was the best player last year. And he showed it at All-Star Weekend. Like, the, the great players who play, they use All-Star Weekend to show the other players, I'm the best. The year, Remember the year Kawhi Leonard went to All-Star Weekend? It was and in Chicago. MVP. I'll never forget. And one yeah, MVP. I was there. I was in the building. I, I, I See, those are the things I'm always like. I want to see who thinks, like, I would be shocked this year if Giannis doesn't come out and set a tone this year. Mm. Why? It's because he knows that he's going to see Jason Tatum and he's going to see Kawhi Leonard, possibly. He's going to see Joel Embiid. He's going to see all these guys and he's going to want to set the tone to -hmm. let everybody know, if you do see me, I'm the best player on the court. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do. And that, to me is what All-Star Weekend is truly all about. Not all of the, the stuff, because some of these guys know why they're there. Where yeah. the other guys are there to have fun and do the other things. Trust me, when when I was in that, we made sure to come and play. Scottie Pippen, for instance, when he went there, I think it was in Minnesota, it was that year you're talking about that I made the All-Star team. We wanted to make sure that you know what that they know that hey Scotty is the best player in the league, and he won MVP of the was, game, and he won MVP of the game. Okay, we didn't win the championship that year, but we some of us understand that. that that's yeah. the difference between a championship or a guy who's like, oh, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, and you learn that. You know, they talk about the dream team in '92. Okay, yeah, some pe- some of the players were at a stage in their career where they couldn't be the best player anymore, right? You you know those guys were at that stage of the career. But yeah. the guys who were in the thick of their career, they had an opportunity to make sure that they let everybody know. There isn't any doubt who was the best player on the 92 team. And yeah. there isn't any doubt of why he went on to win more championships. Because everyone in the league, it was a consensus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Well, these championships aren't, they're not by coincidence. I think Jason Tatum this year, I would really love to see him now. He's the best player in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him be the best player now when the, when all of the stars are there. To let everyone know, yeah, I'm not only an all-star, I'm the best of the all-stars. Mm-hmm. That's what the great players all do. Mm-hmm. I hear it. I'm looking forward to it. Let's see who puts on a show and who establishes dominance in the All-Star game. BJ, I hope you have safe travels and a great time Thank over you. there. I'm looking forward to having you return and telling me everything you see and everything that you hear from that weekend. You guys enjoy it. If you're in London, I'm hosting an event with Foot Locker on Sunday. Feel free mm. to pull up. It's sponsored by NBA 2K, so we're going to have a little we're gonna have a little session and see who's really got some skills. We're going to see who's really got some skills <laughs> on the sticks. So Mo so in up. the celebrity game. Mo that's in coming. the celebrity game. Next so if year. you see a guy walking around with, where's Mo? That's me. Oh, oh B, <laughs> BJ, you want to know something encouraging? 
You want to know something encouraging? I've lost What's 10 pounds so far this month. Uh, I'm oh, down sorry. 10 pounds. You know what I'm saying? I keep that up, I'm going to be dunking in the damn game. Uh, and on that that's note, not, that's not a promise, though. That's not a promise. That's dependent on my ACL coming back to life. Okay. But right, on that man. note, I hope you guys have a great All Star <laughs> weekend. Stay tuned because I will be dropping the episode with Zach Levine. So make sure you stay locked in and subscribe so that you don't miss that. Turn the notifications on so you're notified when that episode drops. But most importantly, until next time, get buckets. <laughs>